I have Sam Adonis with me right now. Uh, you may know him from his work in Mexico, Indies around the United States, but you're making your MLW debut this weekend as we're recording. Uh, it's about three days out. Uh, MLW Fightland, Philadelphia. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good, man. I'm actually uh, quite excited for this coming Sunday, the 30th of October, because of, like you said, I will be debuting for MLW. Um, MLW is actually a place that I've, I've been in contact with for you know, probably the last four or five years about you know, trying to come in for, for certain dates and nothing was ever able to work itself out. Um, I've been primarily obligated to Mexico for the better part of six years. And, uh, you know, Conan is actually a, a big part of behind the scenes, behind the scenes at MLW. Uh, he's also the main booker and, and you know, the main producer at AAA. And he kind of, you know, bartered a special deal for me. And you know, now everything, uh, the, the stars have aligned, if you will. So I'm very much looking forward to this opportunity. Um, and more than anything, I'm really looking forward to the, for the opportunity to show the American fans, you know, that aren't really aware of me, you know, what I'm all about. Um, I think I have a bit more of a reputation. It's, oh, there's Corey Graves' brother, the, the guy that wrestles in Mexico. And, you know, it, it kind of has followed me so long. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to kind of break that, uh, you know, preconceived notion, whatever it may be. I don't think I knew that you were Corey's brother. Never heard that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I, I'm actually I'm, I'm sitting here excited about that because I hear that everywhere. You know, I yeah, meet yeah, greets yeah. all over the place. I, I, you know, people they they say to me they're almost like, oh hey. I know who your brother is. And I'm like, oh, cool. You're like, yeah, that's, so do I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's kind of been, you know, it, in a way, a, a dark cloud above my career. Um, because, you know, it, it's, I feel like if I was not related to, you know, somebody that was, you know, active on the WWE roster or, or somebody so tied into the, you know, the mainstream wrestling public, I think I would probably, you know, be seen in a different light and almost be, you know, uh, respect a little bit more for my own personal accolades mm -hmm. um because you know through the grapevine you know in, in the big system in the wwe and, and around the, you know, the american wrestling world it's oh yeah yeah graves has a brother in mexico you know everybody knows of what i'm doing they've heard of what i've done you know but very few people actually you know take the time to sit down and, and enjoy my body of work whereas if you were to just you know look at my personal career you know four years with all-star wrestling in the uk two years with CMLL, four tours of all Japan in a year and a half with AAA, all without a contract anywhere. You know, that's, that's pretty impressive. Guys mm -hmm. don't get those opportunities. And I think, you know, it, I can be very quite, you know, very well respected by some veterans and, and the ones that are in the know, but to actually get, you know, some of the wrestling fans that might be conditioned to tune in into, you know, whatever they see on the internet or whatever is cool at the time, you know, they might not be, you know, banging down the door to find Sam and Oz matches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I say that in jest. I think you joked about it too. It's like now you're, or maybe he did too, but you joke about now you're Carmella's brother in law. So, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> it it kind of changed a little bit, but uh, I am familiar with your work. Like, I, I'm trying to. I think it was about two years ago we talked. We were doing the uh, the Heroes of Lucha Libre show. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's when that came out on Crackle. Mm -hmm. And I know the pandemic kind of stalled that, but uh, it, it was funny. I, when I was doing research for this, I was checking up on that show. 
our interview is still up on that homepage. So it's, oh, wow. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It, uh, it is. It's quite funny. I, I, I kind of look at myself as one of these guys that's, you know, um, you know, the, the term journeyman kind of gets thrown around a little bit too loosely these days because it is independent wrestling. And, you know, there's so many different places to go. But, you know, I've always taken pride in the fact that, you know, my career probably would have, have you know, paralleled, paralleled those guys in the 80s and 90s. You know, I, I really have mm-hmm. been a journeyman and, and I've almost almost to, to the point of, of, of flaw. You know, it's almost been a detriment to me that I have. I've been so uh, mobile and I've never, you know, never sunk my teeth into one area. I sometimes ask myself, you know, maybe 10 years ago, if I would have, you know, just tried to get over on the American Indies, where would I be today? Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I, I've done a lot of the international wrestling and, and I have, you know, respect from the right people. And, and I've done it, in my opinion, what's considered the right way. But then when you see people that are literally just, you know, they, they are wrestling for six months and they get over at the right promotion at the right time and they're on the Internet at the right time, you know, uh, did I do it right or did I do it wrong? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I don't know. I battle with that every once in a while. Uh, the Your answer just kind of made me think of something else you said when we last talked. You called yourself a throwback wrestler. So in that same respect, is it? you know, throwback journeyman, do those things sort of run parallel or is it a different view as far as, you know, the style you wrestle versus where you work? I think it more or less comes down to just general philosophy. Um, You know, just the fact that I grew up in the wrestling business, you know, and granted, this is small town Pittsburgh independence in, you know, the early 2000s. I, I was by no means running around backstage in the major arenas. But, you know, when you're conditioned to be around this stuff at a young age, it's no different than if your parents owned a bakery. You know, by the time you're five or six, you might be able to bake a damn good donut. You know, I, I was around it. And, and what I loved about wrestling was from a bygone era. And, you know, I've always been one to, to kind of go with, you know, I, you, you hear certain wrestlers preach and, and, you know, podcasters and everybody says, do it this way. This is the right way. You know, I, I've. I've done it the hard way. I've done it the right way. I've been very selfless. And, you know, um, I say that about heels in general. You know, the, the best heels are selfless. You know, your job is to piss people off, get people angry. You don't want to get them pissed off and then, you know, get them to buy your T-shirt afterwards. You want them to spend their money to see you get, you know, your, your butt kicked. And, you know, I, I think my general interpretation of what the wrestling business was and what I wish it was is you know so different to what it is to so many people mm-hmm. i think that's almost why you can you know you could consider me a throwback um and, and i'm proud of the fact that you know i can sit down at, in a you know at a coffee shop with some of the you know biggest names in history and you know and they will be able to say man this kid sam knows his shit you know he, he's a good one you know mm-hmm. Whereas those same guys may look at other guys on TV and say, "What well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. You know, it, it's, it's six and one half dozen the other. It's like, you know, if compliments paid the bills, I'd have been a rich man years ago. But at the same time, it's just, uh, you know, I, I still truly believe the road less traveled leads to the greatest rewards. And it might be taking longer, but, you know, now with situations like this MLW coming up, the rest of the world will be able to see me, you know, and, and it might not, I might not have been flavor of the week that just got thrown in MLW, 
but you know I, I think my opportunity will stand out a little bit better because I'm I'm a more a, a well-rounded product. You know, I I mm. put the work in. It's almost like a you know a, a finished philosophy. It's like when American Idol finally came to to the USA. You know, it had been on TV in England for years. You know, I kind of look like that's something that I have going in my favor. And it does come back to to being a bit of a throwback or just having an old school mentality, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you as far as, you know, the heel doing their job. I think it's almost a lost art in some ways. Like there's a lot of guys that have a T-shirt that I'm like, like, why are you selling that? Like, you don't want the fan to like you, but merchandise takes over. So, you know. Well, here, and, and this this goes like, you know, this is just my personal views. And, and it's, you know, this it, it's almost like certain aspects of wrestling are so beyond what I'm used to. Um, when I was a kid, my dad used to hate when wrestlers would sell merchandise. He would hate it. He didn't want he says, you're not selling your own merchandise. Bring your wife, bring your girlfriend, bring your kid. Whoever's selling your merchandise, you're selling that, you know, because to a to a a child that's coming to see that independent show, you're a star. You know, it, it kind of takes away the allure when the star that you're paying money to watch is out there asking you for $25 for a t-shirt, you know, and that's kind of been my philosophy. I, I don't really like, I, I do the meet and greets. I have no problem meeting fans and love getting pictures, love meeting everybody, but I'm not, I just can't stand the concept of having to try to push merchandise because to me, you know, A, if I'm really doing my job well, you know, the guy I'm wrestling is, is selling more merchandise, you know, and he's kicking ass. But B, I still think there's a little bit of that allure to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, you just kind of keep that distance. And I think, you know, the, um, people are so focused on today's dollar, today's, you know, oh, I need to make the extra merch money today that, you know, they almost kill their, their star power or appeal. And they may, you know, long term might not have the, the star value that they could potentially have. You you kind of talked about it already as far as like Conan really getting the ball rolling. But, uh, you know, you're known for your work in Mexico, but I know you still do indies. I, uh, I've seen you on WrestleRex in Pittsburgh, uh, Warrior in Chicago and MCW were a few of the recent ones I've seen you on. But what I mean, can you? break it down as far as like what this balance is between working with triple a and mlw it's there's really there's really no set agreement as far as what's necessary but you know triple a tv they're always busting on maybe two to three tv tapings per uh per month and the fact that i'm living in the united states um you know i'm i'm not on all of them usually you know Mm -hmm. I, i usually come in for a lot of the bigger shows or you know some outside tours or whatever like that um, it, it all just kind of, it's, it's basically a gentleman's agreement. You know, we, we both know, uh, they, they're very, they're very aware of what, you know, my expectations are and, and I'm very aware of what theirs are as well. Um, and we were able to meet in the middle, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, again, it's invaluable having someone like Conan you know, in that position because, you know, clearly it's almost going to be beyond my pay grade. They're going to be able to say, you know, whenever some, if there is a conflict um, date, I don't think it's ever going to come down to asking me. I think it'll just be, you know, the, the boss is discussing amongst himself, hey, who needs mm-hmm. Sam more? Which is ultimately, as a wrestler, you know, the position you want to be in. Yeah. Um, it, it's something that I've, um, I'm really excited about, 
you know, Mexico has been great to me. Um, you know, it, it's a whole different world down there. It's, it's a little bit more, uh, my pace as far as a, as a, you know, a villain goes, uh, mm -hmm. they really like, it, it's more mainstream. It's more for the public. Uh, it's not necessarily for your, your modern wrestling fan that's on the internet all the time. Um, MLW does have that internet, uh, connection. Um, there's so much talent in MLW. You have Hammerstone and Jacob Flatu, who are two of, you know, the guys that I cannot wait to wrestle with on, you know, high profile events. Uh, these guys have so much talent, but then I look at MLW almost kind of in the same vein as what you know, ECW was in the late nineties is almost like a, you know, a, a pit stop in between, you know, WWF and WCW. Mm -hmm. You'd never know who's going to be, you know, rolling through the doors. And, you know, at the end of the day, the talent is there. Everybody is just, you know, they're world-class and just to be there right now, you know, and, and you just, you know, look at like AEW, you know, how many of the guys on AEW are only on AEW because of their success in MLW. Um, you know, I, I think it's really cool. I think they're very self-aware of what they are. I think they're very, you know, everybody it, from what I'm gathering again, I'm still just the new guy, but you know, everybody seems to be on the same page to know that this is, you know, Hey, let's, let's just rock and roll while we can. You know, whoever we can, while we can, we're going to do the best matches we can. We're going to give you killer events, you know, great production, great, you know, TV quality matches. But at the same time, you know, it, it's it's not a full-time touring company. Um, it, it, it's, it all depends on what we get out of it. So I'm just, I, I think there's so many options. I'm really looking forward to it. There's so many AAA wrestlers that are committed to MLW as well. Um, but that's kind of, it's, it's weird when people ask me, it's kind of how I feel in a way. I kind of see myself more as a luchador than I do as an American independent wrestler, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's been my, my pr primary source of income for the longest time. But, you know, if, if, if I know that, you know, me and let's say, for example, Aramis or Ares, we could have a match in Mexico city. And that match is going to be for a different crowd on a different day of the week. And it's going to be just a completely different match because it's a different market. The same talent in the confines of MLW with a little bit more of an intelligent audience, you know, let's say the South Philadelphia crowd, the ones that are, you know, that, that have read the observer for years and the ones that did tape trade, clearly our match is going to be different. And I think that gives all of us a little extra depth and, you know, and something that I personally look forward to. And, and I can't wait to be able to, you know, uh, show, show the American wrestling fans, then I'm more than just your, you know, punch and kick, yay boo, bad guy from Mexico. On that note, uh, is there a match that you would maybe pick from whether it's the past year or two that, you know, maybe you feel best represents your work as a wrestler in Mexico? That, you know, if they wanted to look at something before Sunday night, like here's a match that you would show them? Uh, I don't know about in, let me think in Mexico or on, on the Indies, but you know, you're talking, I, about... I was, there's a match from warrior wrestling, um, in September of 2020, I believe is myself and Jay white from new Japan. Okay. Um, that's, that's one of my matches that that's at warrior. It was very, I, I'm, I'm so proud of Warrior. I love working there. I love still working for them because, you know, it's one of the only places where I've gone where, you know, I've been there since day one and I was able to progress organically, you know, and through no fault of my own, I, I ended up, you know, kind of turning babyface. 
I was just old faithful, you know, I was batting 300 and just going out there every show and doing what was asked, doing what was asked, and, you know, and after a certain amount of time, the fans, you know, whether they like you or hate you, they start to realize, you know what, that guy's consistent. I, I like that guy, you know, and, and they can't put their finger on it, but it starts to grow. You know, next thing you know, I was wrestling Matt Cardona and, you know, the crowd was kind of split 50-50. And granted, Matt's a very a polarizing person, but that that moment kind of was like, whoa, am I a good guy here now? Um, <laughs> the, yeah, that giving being given that opportunity to wrestle, you know, the IWGP champion at the time in front of a crowd that knows and respects me. You know, it was it was really special. Um that would be one I would tell everybody to check out. Um, any of my stuff with Psycho Clown from Mexico, um, the, uh, we we bring it every time. Um, the only reason I say the Jay White match is ahead of a lot of those ones is because most of the matches in Mexico are three versus three. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time, you know, in a 25-minute match, you know, myself and Psycho Clown might have five or six minutes on the TV screen. So, you know, I, I think... Uh, we definitely have Matt. We've had matches at Warrior Wrestling. We had Galley and Lucha, Galley Lucha Libre in Chicago, Poly Pro in, in Texas. I wrestled Psycho Clown in probably eight or nine states now. And I mean, to me, it's a winning formula every time. Um, I just think that that those best matches of us personally are still yet to come because you know things are still really hot in Mexico between us. I look forward to. Seeing what happens next with that, oh, real quick, I'll mention, uh, I believe you wrestled him at the stadium series for Warrior once. Uh, I look forward to MLW Fightland. Uh, right now, I don't think your opponent's announced. I think it's just you'll be in action, so we'll we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. And uh, we'll wait and see. I mean, this weekend's not even here yet, but uh, I'm already looking forward to the next event that we can see you at uh, domestically. But uh, uh, thanks for your time today. Uh, it was good catching up and, you know, best of luck going forward. I appreciate that. Um, it's it's always a good time to be in the ECW arena. You know, the crowd's great. It's going to be a good time. I I know what I have in store and um, I know it's going to be, you know, something that to, to get us started off with a bang in MLW.